Hello everyone, it is the Chief Communications Officer and also First Officer of the USS Post Show, Flobo Voice, and this is, I guess, a special edition of Commander's Log. You thought we were done with this, but we are still flying through space, man. Well, my Captain John Weber is getting ready for his own show, Starbase 80. In the meantime, just want to jump in there and give you some updates on what's happening around the galaxy and what it means for us. First of all, on top of everything, I want to thank you all for watching last season, the first season of Commander's Log. We covered season three of Star Trek Discovery. It's a show that really means a lot near and dear to my heart. It was really great. Uh, we decided to bring it back. So with Star, Star Trek Discovery entering season four on November 18th, Commander's Log will return to break down that show as well. Uh, but we're giving a little bit of a time change. If you guys used to be in the live chat, the show used to air at 6 p.m. Pacific on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern. But now we're moving it up by two hours. So it's going to air at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays, the day the show goes live the day the episode drops for Star Trek Discovery. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we're in the future now. We've got Captain Burnham. That we know for sure. But it's going to be a riot. Uh, and that said, John Weber uh, has his sister show, Starbase 80, which we go more into the other episodes of the other franchises in Star Trek, the TOSs, the TNGs, the VOIs, the Enterprises, all that stuff. Uh, that's going to be Sunday mornings, 11 o'clock in the morning. When those shows drop, I'll put some links in the future episodes of Commander's Log. That way you can watch both companion shows. If you want to watch New Trek, stick with Commander's Log. And if you want to watch some of the older stuff, some of the deep dive stuff, you go to Starbase 80. It's a little bit fun, a little bit of a different dynamic. And uh, actually, I'll give you into a little secret. Between seasons, we had a little bit of a, a discussion, Captain the First Officer, about what shows we're going to be tackled by which programs. And uh, I think pretty much Commander's Log will cover Star Trek Discovery and Strange New Worlds. And I might have some specials here and there. I might talk about Lower Decks. I might talk about um, Prodigy, which we'll do in just about a second. So Discovery and Strange New Worlds would definitely be on Commander's Log. Anything else, we're talking more deep dives in Lower Decks, more deep dives into Prodigy, more deep dives in Section 31, uh, and all the older series, original series and all that will be on Starbase 80. We'll have a little bit more time to go and, and bring on some more guests who have a little bit more deep dive knowledge in that stuff as well. So, new Trek, stick with me over here on the channel at youtube.com slash But if you want to know more about that, you follow at Starbase 80 on Twitter. Twitter for more information on that. And also, I, I can't wait for November 18th to drop. We have a brand new presentation for Commander's Log. We have a new logo. Uh, we have a new intro. I'm excited to share that with you. Uh, so please be on point. Make sure you hit that reminder button for November 18th to get that first episode of the second season of Commander's Log, which is also corresponding with the first episode of the fourth season of Star Trek Discovery. Now, as for me, uh, uh, on the back end of things, I was able to put some more promotion out there for the show. Uh, the audio version of this show is now available in podcast form. So if you love to hear or listen to uh, shenanigans instead of watching them, which you can now on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, it's the same Commander's Log, uh, the unofficial Star Trek chat show uh make sure you look for new amsterdam entertainment that's the network the show falls under 
So I got all that out the way, got all the housekeeping out the way. Let's talk Star Trek Prodigy. Star Trek Prodigy's pilot episode or the com combination first and second episode dropped this week and there was a lot of hullabaloo about it. It was an animated series. Uh, it's gonna be airing uh, or it's a Nickelodeon production but it's airing on Paramount Plus. A lot of questions were asking about the timeline of it all. Uh, how does Captain Janeway, uh, Kate Mulgrew, she was uh, announced to be on the show. How does she fit in? The pilot answers that questions and more, but I want to stop to give me a little bit of my thoughts. Now, before I can do that, let's talk comic books. You see, I'm a DC guy. I love my Superman. I love my Batman. I don't know if you can see here uh, behind me, I have a, a roster of all the DC characters. I have my Green Lantern Lantern. I love DC. But for some reason, there's usually a comic book war between fans. You go, DC or Marvel, DC or Marvel, and you got to pick one, right? Make mine Marvel. I'm over DC guy. I just said it myself. But ultimately, when it's all said and done, when it comes to pushing the art form, DC uh, influenced Marvel, and in turn, Marvel influenced DC. There's like a weird, begrudging yin yang symbol. <clears throat> what am I bringing this up for? Well, in the past 10 to 15 years, I think Star Wars has done a better job of appealing to a brand new audience. And so you have shows like Clone Wars or The Mandalorian, which really takes storytelling in a different direction to make that whole world fresh for newer audiences. And well, even though Star Trek has modern interpretations, I always say I got into the whole lore of Star Trek through Discovery, it does have a very concerted format. I think it tries to double down on the hard sign, which is great, but sometimes it may come off as a bit stilted, especially now with kids and their TikTok dances and their flim-flamming and all that. Well, you have Prodigy, which tries to turn that on its head, and it has a very Star Wars approach to things. You're not talking about the vastness of space exploring through it. It starts off on a planet with a character that's trying to get out, <laughs> and I think that's really cool, really refreshing for Star Trek, but it does seem like it's like, hey, if you like Star Wars animated shows, you'll try to give this a shot. It, it definitely feels like this show, Prodigy, is built to get younger audiences are, who are into the action-based world, this, the space opera world of Star Wars, into the realm of Star Trek. Now, only the first two episodes dropped uh, as of this recording, so you don't really know how much Star Trek DNA is in this, but to me, it reminds me of Star Wars Clone Wars, Clone Wars mixed with Fast and Furious Spy Racers. When you have this world, you have this original set of characters you may have some established characters dropping in for some cameo sake uh but it's definitely more of the adventure side hey kids imagine yourself piloting the ship kind of thing that i think it may be a gamble but it may pay off very very smart having uh janeway involved in the show again i won't spoil as to how she's involved but very very smart because you want the parents i guess to get the kids in the room and say hey check this out i used to watch janeway when i was a kid or 20 years ago in upn remember upn yeah uh for me personally a lot of the characters do not hit for me but the show isn't made for me so i don't say don't check it out but you definitely could tell there's like the the intrepid plucky uh i don't want to say this because they're aliens but like male uh i guess ish a character the the straight lace logical the support female character uh there is the comic relief um this case a child character like the archetypes are there the storytelling isn't necessarily fresh or new i think it really is uh more of a let's present an on-ramp to get the next generation of fans into star trek and and i always say this i am all for that i love interpretations i love reboots 
Um, like for, I always use this as an example on Commander's Log. Riverdale is a show on CW that uh, has a different interpretation of the Archie comic characters. I don't like it because it doesn't equate or doesn't uh, speak to me like the Archie characters I grew up with, but I understand it's important if a whole new generation is looking up Archie and Jughead and Betty and Veronica. I think that's a lot more important uh, in some ways so people can have their own. Uh, for me, I grew up on a pup named Scooby-Doo, and when someone goes, do you want to watch Scooby-Doo? It has to be a pup named Scooby-Doo. If it's any other version, 13 Ghosts, the original series, What's New, Get a Clue, all those, they don't really speak to me. So it's good to have iterations it's good to have uh, interpretations and computations for different um, fan bases and with a little bit of a through line so those more intrepid uh, older fans can say I'll give it a shot. I think that's what Prodigy hits. Um, as of right now, my review is I'll probably watch episodes two and three. It's not a hard recommend. I am on the fence. I'm still waiting. Uh, maybe the characters will grow in me. So I'll have favorites as of right now. I say, hey, you know what? Give it a shot. Give it a chance. Watch the pilot. Let me know what you think. Right? <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's it's a it's a certified meh, but with a raised eyebrow. With what else you got? <laughs> That is my official review. Well, look, I've rambled long enough. This has been the special edition episode of Commander's Log. That's right, November 18th, we're back in the saddle, flying on the USS Post Show all throughout the galaxy, covering Star Trek Discovery and eventually Strange New Worlds. As for Picard, I think there's a custody battle, but I think that may be on Starbase 80. So follow that show, at Starbase80 on that Twitter. And well, until next time, live long and prosper.